morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh. G'day, thanks again for getting our year-round carnival preview of the fantastic Randwick meeting today, Super Saturday. Vince Cardi, good morning to you. Ralphie, great morning to you. <laughs> it certainly is. Bit of rain off the coast of, uh, of Sydney itself. Looks like they're going to miss it, we hope. Um, why are saying pretty clear, so what's your mindset as of Saturday morning, 9.30, when we're taping this? Well, they've already drained the track in certain areas. I don't have clarity on exactly what. Part. So that's interesting that they've done that. And yes, look, I've been watching YR very closely, and it was good to see, even from right up a lot from late yesterday till this morning, you know, the millimeters of rains have just really gotten less and less. And if there's going to be any rain, I guess it's just going to be a sprinkle, and hopefully it'll be no impact. Probably more, we've got to be a bit more concerned about the Verde drain, what that might do to the lanes. That's all. I'm not thinking anything. Other than that, maybe early in the day, the lanes won't be as dynamic as the back half of the card, which I expect to be, uh, you know, in full swing. Right. First race in the program here for the two-year-olds, low moderate confidence. You've got Barbara on top, Zolfiga. They're, they're pretty well exposed. They are, Ralphie. And it's just really how you feel. You, you've got to think Barbara's got to be a genuine chance of being able to, you know, potentially win here and also Zilfarga introducing they've got to be respected and it's probably hard to sort of work out what I was going to do with the five liberated it's just just where the profile sits now it could be a big leaper but hard race to bet for me so uh, I should underline here of course please open up your race speed profiles and uh, and read along with uh, with the information that uh, that Vince is putting here interesting race the carbine Vince we've got uh, Glinta Silver you got most advantage you won a very slow time tempo race at Sandown but last start in being de- defeated by Zugotcha uh, it's really elevated it did Ralphie and it was it was a great performance and anything near that number you know this horse won't miss the top three. I do expect improvement to come from Maché Latte and even Wolverine Ralphie, but the starting point's got to be Glintus Silver, and plus I don't believe the lanes are going to be in play at all race two. And, that, and that's also because of the small field. It's going to be hard yes. to get out there, yeah? Yep, absolutely. So he makes his own luck, Glinda Silver, and uh, you got that as a moderate confidence race. The third race in the program here, well, it's for the stayers. We've got uh, got a couple of scratchings here, so a bit of a different dynamic, uh, including uh, a Timor that's been uh, been left aside for the uh, for the Sydney Cup. Your you, you low low moderate confidence. There was no uh, no rain last week for Stockman that we're hoping for on the Friday, and he's on the quick backup. He's on the quick backup. This is probably a, in some aspects is a better race for him, but again. I don't think there'll be the rain for him either to give him like that superior advantage. But the reality is he's got the right profile. This is a race that if you run somewhere near benchmark, Ralph, you big chance to get on the podium. Uh, whether you can step in and get aggressive, it's hard hard one to do. It looks more like for, for myself, if I was to play, you'd be looking at multis. Uh, John O'Shea this morning said he couldn't be happy with Benno the way he keeps uh, stepping up. You've got him there, not uh, nerve, not verve, and uh, and uh, that, that pretty much rounds it out with two more now scratching. That's it. Yep. 
All right, race four on the program here. Uh, Three-year-old fillies stepping to 2,000. Many of these, the favourite for the race is sequestered, but uh, it's very tight and your low, moderate confidence, it sounds like it's a race you're going to be happy to just watch. Yeah, I am, Ralphie, but I have to admit the, the, the horse hard in the market does have the right profile to step up to 2,000. I just looked at those two runs at Hawkesbury. Everything sort of points the horse can relax. It's been showing positive finishes. And I love the fact that it had that trial as well, Ralphie. It just sort of rounds it off and, yeah. But, for you know, can you go out there and truckload it? Well, I haven't got that courage. <laughs> <laughs> not not the profile to take even money for you there, Vids. No. Right, nice and simple. Okay, the, the uh, we touched on this yesterday with it in our preview podcast, and that, that is the country final. Huge prize money for, uh, for, shall we say, out wide horses. Normally it's a type of race where you'll put down low, moderate confidence, but in this case you're, uh, you actually think that it's a race you can uh, get involved with. Yeah, I don't get involved very often, but sometimes – all the mechanisms come together and all the technicals sort of give really clear visibility that I should be uh, stepping into this race. And this is a race where I feel the same way. It's not one that you can be super bullish in terms of how much you want to outlay, but it's definitely like a, a one-by-four type play for me on number seven, Bianco Villano. I just feel like it profiles superbly. This, this horse is definitely, from my perspective, when I do all the data analytics, it's showing signs that it should be able to run somewhere between benchmarks of, you know, maximum plus two. And that means, you know, in a race like this, you should be able to make that next step. Tell Braga and Akasawa the other two you wanted to include. Yeah, tell Braga 100% Ralphie is the biggest danger for a couple of reasons. Number one, it is in the forward pack. Just be interested to see exactly what James is going to do, whether he's going to want to control the front or sit slightly off him. If he doesn't overextend, he's going to be the hardest horse to beat. And then again, just with the Verdi drain, you know, maybe Bianco Villano might still not have the edge at that part of the day in terms of the lanes. We've just got to wait and see what happens by that time. But still, it's not going to detract me. Size produce, race six in the program here. If you look at this IVR profile at this stage, cylinder clearly on top of the tree, but uh, you're saying it's not really a race that uh, you want to get involved with. What's your thought process here? Well, I'm always race-to-race proposition with a a lot of the young horses, Ralphie. I I, I can't fault cylinder, but it's not the type of run of the way it profiles that I want to be aggressive. Again, you know, when you're getting these sort of very close to even money, it's just the bookmakers have been super greedy, Ralphie. They should have <laughs> opened up the, you know, this race like five dollars the field, and then you know everyone wants the bet, right, including <laughs> me. Uh, but given that that's not going to be the case, it can easily win. Brave Mead could run very well. Probably the runner that I still like, Ralphie, is Empire of Japan. I just feel this is the runner that I'm really keen to see if this is going to make this transition and is today going to be the day. I I just feel that we just might see that. Well, it's it's mid-teen odds, um, and really that it seems like this is the uh, Snowden-sized produce horse. Yes, they're it pretty does. good at grand final trainers, aren't they? <laughs> they really are, and and I got the right rider too, Ralphie. All right, high confidence. The next two races, let's get stuck into them. The, the well, uh, as in your final thoughts, of course, we did the deep dive yesterday. The TJ Smith favourite for the race, gig kick mid four odds from in secret around about mid fives, and Nature Strip similar. Yeah, well, I haven't changed my view on Nature Strip, and if the horse miraculously runs to the twenty one profile, I'm happy to bow down and say, well. 
you know, he beat me again. That's <laughs> that's all I can say, right? I, I made it pretty clear to myself. I had a real high confidence level. The horse had a, a potential to at least run in the threes first up, and it didn't do it. And then when I looked at the the framework of the of the data, Ralphie, I didn't like the way the horse dropped off, not off that race shape, and. I just couldn't pin it as being a conditioning issue. And yes, maybe today the horse bounces back to to its old profile, but I just don't see that. No, and I did give it more thought last night saying, okay, if I gave you everything of the last two preps, it still means you're just an outside chance of running a place. So I, I said, you're out today. Where did Giga Kickers in? Giga Kicks in and Private Eyes in and in secret. But my view remains the same. The Giga Kick's the horse to beat. The hardest horse that's in front of it and could potentially stop it will be in secret because I can't confidently say that in secret's peaked and going backwards. There's no indicators. In fact, the intel's... Uh, giving an indication that there could be another half length to come. And if that happens, that'll really test Giga Kick. And then you got Private Eye. It did run, you know, superbly against Giga Kick in the past. I don't know whether the horse can bring a five, five and a half to to the table today. And we'll have to wait and see, but it's definitely a horse that's going to comfortably run in the mid fours and therefore is Big chance of getting on the podium. Maria Mia and I wish I win the other two. You've mentioned there in the uh, in the Doncaster. Well, high confidence, Mr. Brightside, the one to beat. Uh, I assume that uh, with this track, hopefully being on the uh, on the better side of that uh, S5, that a horse like Fangirl and also going global now gets into the race and, and with the right profile. Yeah, I had to, Ralphie. The more I th- felt about, you know, just went through every runner again and just gave more consideration. And I, I also said to myself, well, no matter what they've done to the track, Ralphie, unless there's some massive deluge of rain that comes from nowhere, right, <laughs> those lanes are going to be on fire. Yep. And those horses that get themselves, you know, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 off the fence are going to buy one or two lengths. And that's going to be decisive, to reel in those front-running horses, which won't be as easy for them to get out in lane six, seven, eight. Yes, they can drift out, but they're going to be tired. And Mr. Brightside, hopefully he's travelled well. He's got the right person on board. As long as Zach doesn't look for inside runs, he – and, of course, he's got to repeat the Mooney Valley performance, Ralphie, and I see no reason why not. Maybe we can see the very best of that horse and maybe he will also produce a new PB. Fangirl, hard to dismiss, Ralphie. If it was uh, Hugh Bowman, I probably would have wanted to switch my bet. Right. Yeah. Is that because of the lane sort of knowledge? Uh, not just the lane knowledge, just <laughs> when you don't ride all the time at a particular place Yep. and you're drawing 19 and you just come into a scenario where it's an abnormal race shape, it's not your normal pace, it throws a lot of chaos into the air, and you, get, and you can easily get caught. And I just don't believe, uh, you know, it's easy for, for that rider to be able to really get that on point. I'm just paying respect to the stable, and hopefully he can work it out. 
All right. Well, you said yesterday, going global, serious American talent at his best. Yeah. Allig- uh, her best, rather. Alligator blood's right in the race, as is Zugotch, and that sort of rounds off your fight. Yes, it yep. does. And uh, in the in the derby, the two favourites are Pericles and Sharp and Smart. Sounds like you've got them uh, really faultless, but in a moderate confidence race, the two at, at value, stroke of luck, Japanese emperor. Well, they are. They're, that's the value. And this does look like if you're keen on wanting to be on a horse like, let's say, Pericles. Yep. Which is a you know a respectable price, and you can you know tie in some multis for second and third and possibly fourth. Stroke of luck and Japanese Emperor are definitely going to add the value. Right. Well, they're both the mid teen odds there. And in the last race, I know you were keen on uh, very keen on Opal Ridge. You're moderate to high. Anything that stopped what stopped you from going really high? Well, it's a big field, Ralphie. Yep. And you can just have a lot of traffic jams. And whilst I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying I'm not a fan of the rider. It's just not a, a top, you know, two or three rider. If it was a top two or three rider, a hundred percent, I would have marked the race high, borderline standout. And there it is, there, best of this current preparation, three point nine lengths above benchmarks. It's got that real class edge to date. It really has. It's got to do a lot of things wrong to get beaten, Ralphie. All right. Well, let's hope it doesn't, and let's hope things go your way, our way. Best of luck with your plays today. Really appreciate you being a customer of Year Round Carnival.